Do you really call yourself big fella? Yeah, I'm 30 pounds fatter than I want to be. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. All right. I'm getting so there, So he's just specifically talking to his belly. Where are, you ca- where are you carrying all that extra weight? All that yeah. in my length. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I remember. Now, <laughs> so are you saying that, that nothing tasted as good as being thin felt? I, um, well, n- clearly not because I'm tasting. <laughs> I put 30 back on, so... Hey, hey Nick. Yeah, Dad. You good? Word. Hey, hey, word, Nick. Word. Word, Riggs. Word, Roger. What are we talking about? Word. Four letters, starts with W, or in the middle, D in the end. Word, what do you mean? Oh, word? yeah, that word. One, two, three. This is Filmsack. Oh, sure. everybody, welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 381. <laughs> My name is Scott Johnson, and I'm joined today by breathing in the wet cement, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi. What? This scratch is from Lethal Weapon 3. But that's nothing. We haven't even started with the pain of doing Film Sack for over 10 years. Take a look at this. Hmm. A knife, you ask? Nope. A glaive. Some guys mistook my head for a cave that looks like a vagina. Natural mistake. <laughs> and this is freezer burn from a run-in with a couple of ice pirates. Feel that texture. I almost ended in thirst. That one, same thing, but over on third and Highlander. But to be honest, I don't like to talk about both since there can only be one. Oh, that? Yeah. Now that was a knife. Yep. I got into a knife-sizing competition with Crocodile Dundee, and there was an accident, and the knife ended up in my eye. I was seeing blood bubbles for weeks. It was disgusting. Blood bubbles. Hey, word, Scott. Word. Word, Randy. Word. Word. Word, Ibbit. Word. Wow. Word. That's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for the walk down memory lane, a film sack retrospective. (laughs) Didn't expect that. You get a lot of scars over time, and you have to compare them with your, uh, hopefully, uh, wooed, wooed uh, film sackers. I got it. Wooed. That's the state we like wooed. them in. Uh, also with us, Randy, VHS tape is awesome. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. <clears throat> You're going to love this movie, okay? Okay, okay. Just check it out, okay? It's so great, okay? It has action, okay? Once again, Randy Deluxe has delivered, okay? I have sold this turkey, okay? Okay, okay. Well, all you have to do is record the episode before the suckers change their minds, okay? Okay? Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got it. We got it. It's good. Hey, didn't f you on the intro? They f you on the intro. There you go. The next movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's in. Is he in the? Well, whatever. We'll talk about Joe Pesci and his useless role. He dies in one. Dunier. Am I remembering that wrong? Okay. Okay. We'll get. We'll get to that. But okay. Good lord. Uh, Also with us, Brian. He's gonna need a new effing dog, Ibbit. 
Oh, I am. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Roger Murtaugh is a cop. On, uh, hold on a second. One more time here. Let me get situated. Okay. Take two. Roger Murtaugh <laughs> is a cop with eight days left on the force. And every day he looks right into the eyes of some of the meanest and toughest faces out there. And that's just his family. <laughs> oh, he. Oh. Roger's doing everything he can to keep his partner Riggs from going over the edge <laughs> of a removed section of elevated highway. <laughs> They're rewriting the rules of being homicide detectives and taking on everybody that comes at them, including the LAPD bomb squad, internal affairs, and their very own captain. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to take out the bad guy who's going to see his plans go up in smoke. Whoops. Because, yeah. he's <laughs> because he's shot and then rolled into a flaming building to be burned alive. <laughs> wow. Dude, now, uh, that was I all am... improv, right? Because, I mean, you got the. It's like you have like a saxophone instrument that you're, you're actually. Yes, I have a sex, Yes, that was not. That's loops, impressive. That was not David Sanborn pre recorded loops. Oh, wait, I can do this. Oh, Ready? Oh, oh. I can do this. Oops, hold on a second. Let's try this one more time. That's the one I want right there. Okay. What is that? <laughs> oh, wait, That's I'm totally good. done that. No. <laughs> oh. Anyway. I, are, are, you're, just, you're just rolling the movie, right? Like, you're, you're on yeah. Netflix.com? Yeah, he's just repeating these scenes. Oh well, it's anyway, it was careless whisper. Did a little careless session. whisper. Yeah, no, right. dude, that was amazing. I didn't expect <laughs> I, that. that was... I will have you know, Brian. You know, I, 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 I think so much of you. I spent some time uh, getting some saxophone riffs uh, mm. and downloading them and finding like some bits that I could uh, put into files and move over to my phone. And I was just going to blast it out of my phone speaker into my headset <laughs> while I'm, while I was doing my intro. And I realized, you know what? Brian Ebbett's going to... I can count on Brian Ebbett. Yeah, he can nail it. I'm not going to worry about all this nonsense. Yeah. He'll, he'll, yeah. He'll do it. Exactly. No, that I bought was... an app for that. There's an app called Sexy Saxophone. And what? there's a little knob. There's a knob right in the middle of it where oh, you can turn up the right. sex. So you can. So here's here's with full sex. And then here's with no... Like the knob fully turned down. <laughs> oh, you, you got to have... You got to have the echo, right? Oh, my Didn't think gosh. this is going to be an episode of uh, App Slappy, did you? No, that's amazing. I had no yeah. expectation for that, and you captured it perfectly. I hate that in this movie. I freaking hate it. And <laughs> yeah, so and, and everybody knows I've been real like in trepidation mode about this movie leading up to it, because I've said so mm -hmm. on the show. Um, you'll be surprised kind of how I feel uh, uh, on the other end of it, but I am 100% in favor of never doing that sack shit again in these in these movies. Like the TV mm. show, does it do that? Does it play around no. with that? Okay. No. Okay. All right. No. I haven't yeah, seen there's, it. Yeah, there's, it's funny. The uh, the the TV show carries on the characters of Murtaugh. Is it Murtaugh? Okay. Murtaugh. It's like Thanos. Sometimes he's pronounced right. Murtaugh. Sometimes it's Murtaugh. Sometimes it's, it's Murtaugh. Yeah. Like, yes, according the to the Australian saying it or not. It's right. Me, yeah. I, at the risk of, of completely misusing a word, I actually think that's kind of realistic. Mm. And I know oh, it's making me shudder. Yeah, people but, call me Jornson all the time. It's crazy. <laughs> but in but in real life, like if you pay attention to people who have strange last names, they don't they don't get called the exact same thing all the time. So I think it's okay. Yeah, it's probably fine. But uh, I think it's Murtaugh is what's supposed to be. I That's believe. what I think so. I think too. But the very first time uh, Mel Gibson says it in the show, he says Murtaugh. 
Oh, like, it's very clear, yeah. Murtog. Well, yeah. I mean, it's Murtog. easy. All I, do, all I do is go to the Lethal Weapon uh, cast. It's Murtaugh. Yeah, and you know what? No one ever gets um, our last names wrong. Wait, hold on. I have to play this. Brian Ibbotson. Oh, Brian Ibbotson. <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs> okay, so I'll turn that off. I'll turn that off. <laughs> Why would it, why would the sacking be any different than the film? The why sa- are you going to turn it off? Sacks. Yeah, That's film sacks. Special episode of film sacks. Yeah, welcome to film sacks, everybody. <laughs> We're going to watch Lost Boys, at least that one scene, and maybe that other guy in. Oh uh, yeah, How's it goes a do do do. Yeah, yeah, remember him? He oh was my the, god, he's the I would shirtless. love to be able to see like real time statistics on when people tune out of this episode. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I don't think anybody does, man. This is a how, cl- much, how a, much saxophone can you have? It's a classic. You can't tune but, out this show. And it and it is it is a like caught in time thing, right? Like Lethal Weapon One wasn't so suffused with it, and Lethal Weapon Four wasn't right. Mm. Like it, I think I, can't I, I seem to remember all of them were. I mean, yeah, this may have yeah. been this may have been twenty percent more or something, right? Like it may have mm-hmm. they may have up the up the yeah, the right. bar. But I remember that being so overused that it just became a a lethal weapon trope like it was yeah right you know you'd see a movie yeah. you even see another cop buddy cop movie and as soon as one of them made a joke you'd expect there to be this, like david sanborn in the background going <laughs> this was this was definitely the the uh apex of lethal weapon right as far as how much lethal weapon do you have we boiled it down to this here's all the here's all the elements of what made the first two successful yeah. okay and, yeah. uh, here, here they and here they are in rapid fire succession. Did we say yet what this is? This is Lethal Weapon Three. Everybody, that's the movie. Right. Oh, yeah. And Fletcher didn't do a thing, but it's it's. So we've done it, yeah. we've done Le- Lethal Weapon Two. We've done Two. correct. Two. Uh, I think that's the only <laughs> other one we've done. Brian Brian Ibbett has done one by accident. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I did one and watched two it while was, we recorded two. It was right. this one though, didn't you? Isn't this the one you accidentally watched? No, like, it was. You watched time? one. I think. No, I watched. So, I watched one. Oh, <laughs> so I was I was taken aback by uh, because I looked through all of them a little bit, just a little bit, because they're all streaming on Netflix. And I rem- I remembered suddenly back in the day, both one and two were streaming, and we decided to skip one. And we decided to skip one because it's actually really not that good. Like I I, I was looking at. It, I'm like. Wow, they really had to find themselves. Like, what is this movie after that movie? Like, <laughs> for *Leap Happened Two*, they had to figure out what what are we going to really uh, focus on. And this movie is nothing but that, right? It's like a yeah. concentration of the things that they like about well, the first. The, the first one, the I first mean, movie, is so much more about like it's a more serious movie. I think it's all about Riggs. It is. It's all I about mean, Riggs all being really yeah. close to suicide, and then the second yeah. one is mm-hmm. like the community. Yeah. <laughs> Ah. Oh my gosh! I forgot about that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I bet I have him. Uh, I, I would hope you do. Maybe yeah. I spelled it wrong. Immunity. Oh yeah, here it is. Check it out. This is a classic from then. Here you go. Diplomatic immunity. Oh, that guy. <laughs> and that is for real. That is not something that Scott pulled out of his ass. That's from the movie. No, that's right. from two. That, that was, was the bad thing. guy. Yeah. But that was totally it. I mean, one was like, oh man, you know. Martin is really he's broken up about his wife being killed. He's really on the edge. There's there's one tenuous thread that's keeping him from taking himself out. Yeah. And once you lose that, it just kind of becomes, all right, well, it's a couple of cops and and he's just kind of goofy and does some three stooges stuff a lot, but that's about it. I mean, he's not there's not but, that precarious like 
talking him off of the ledge kind of thing that there was in right. One. There was a danger dangerousness to the first one that I think the rest of them just settled into more. And I wouldn't even call it buddy cop. It's just it's just action comedy is what it became. It's basically the yeah. it's the template that bad boys use. It's the template that many other movies in similar veins high noon use. And, you don't high realize noon, uh, you don't realize until you really look at this how much this is bad boys just a ripoff like oh totally. that's not it's it's not just a template like they have a lot of the same like characteristics between the two characters right yep uh, mm-hmm. like i i i wasn't I, I was surprised but i wasn't so surprised watching this because like we've seen so many movies since this that watching this one i was like oh of course it's going to be all about uh, the family man and his family versus the single guy who doesn't have a family, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, it, like there's nothing surprising there because everybody's ripped it off ever since then. Yeah, and yeah. I and I don't even know that they were first or anything, but I. Okay, so I'll get to it now. Then, when I when we were leading up to this, I was poo pooing it. I almost vetoed it because I was just like, ah, the, we know what this is. The recipe's on the page. It's just mm-hmm. crazy Mel Gibson and. And I'm too old for this shit, uh, Glover. And man, Joe Pesci will come in and annoy me for most of the time. And he, okay, and okay, to- okay. And he totally yeah, right. does okay, here. Okay, okay, tries, okay. Tries ape shit. I can't freaking stand his character. But anyway, um, I liked it. I actually think this might be my favorite of them. Um, and I it's think it's him. because it's a lighter fare. This isn't. This isn't them taking anything wow. too seriously. So I think I actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Think, I'm amazed like, to think that this is the best of the four. I, I mean, actually kind of right. like. I mean, I really dislike four. We know four. it's better than four. <laughs> yeah, four's poo. Two, two, I don't. I'm not a big fan of two. And I think one, like, two is I, really good. I mean, yeah, you've got the whole diplomatic immunity guy, but you've got, you know, the. Uh, Riggs towing his guy. truck to a. Yeah, I mean, there's a real bad guy. Um, I don't know Gary Busey in the first one though. I, I can't. I can't put this one. I don't think I can put this one above one or two. I. It's hard for me to say why. I, honestly, I don't know why. Part of it is I think I like the it, villain here. This guy's like right. this, this zero empathy, just a dick. And yeah, yeah and there's something I, I like I, about him. I don't know what it is, but I liked him in it's this. The fact that he looks like the the guy that used to do the uh, FedEx commercials, the yeah. guy that could talk really fast. Oh, the, yeah. yeah, the old Federal Express. Micro Machines? No, yeah. Micro Machines. You know that guy? I think he did. I think he did the same thing for Micro Machines. Oh, he did. Yeah, 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 now yeah, that you yeah, say yeah. that, same oh. guy. Like not a lot of range. <laughs> what else do you hire him for? Hey, uh, in the boardroom, guys, we need someone who talks really fast. Who do you think's our man? <laughs> we need so, some guy who can impersonate a police siren. Is yeah. there anybody but Michael Winslow yeah. we could call? Who else does it? <laughs> so we're, so we're talking about Stuart Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, British, and British then for some. And then for some reason, Scott is suddenly watching the movie No Escape. No, I didn't watch it. I just found the screen grab. So I went down this rabbit hole because I thought he was interesting and really dynamic as a villain. And I thought, where did I seen this guy or something's weird about him? You go look around and he is like very traditional British actor. He's in lots of things you've seen, lots of middle age looking stuff like middle ages. I mean, Uh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like he's a dude that'll that'll do way more than this, and is and he does a perfect dead-on American accent. There's like zero hint in this that he's some British stage guy. No kidding. But yeah. he impressed me. I I don't know what it was. Something about him just really really won me over, and I bought into his whole thing and the idea of the plot point about uh, cop killer guns. You know, with the with the hollow point. Yeah, and that, stuff that, that was to me really was the real. That was the bad guy in this movie to me. Kind of like. I can I can almost tell you zero about uh, the bad guy in Eraser, 
but I can tell you all about that rail gun because that's the real bad guy. Yeah, right? the introduction. Good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah. So the introduction of these cop killers at that time was like, wow, this is this is crazy. Mm-hmm. It it flips the table. Yeah, it's almost like so. I mean. <laughs> I'm not saying George Lucas is a genius or anything, but what makes Darth Vader <laughs> what makes Darth Vader amazing is that Darth Vader is just so distinct and 100% original looking. Like you see him and right. you go, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, he's all in black and he breathes weird and he's got a deep horrible <laughs> voice and he can choke you out and he's got a red lightsaber." Like all of that stuff just says villain 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 right across no the board asked. and you don't yeah, no questions asked. And and I <laughs> like that sometimes in a movie. But on the other hand, I I thought the guy in this was just subtle. Now I may forget about him in ten years. You know, like mm-hmm. right, he's it's right. a small thing, and he's just a corrupt cop gone bad and whatever. Well, he never and he never really seems to lose his temper right. until the very end. And you know, then oh, you pushed me too far, Riggs. There's, there's a there's a theme in this movie of uh of the product. The product is evil. The product of of the system created this bad cop i wouldn't say he was a bad cop he's a product of what what came out as same as the kids who were killing kids yeah they weren't necessarily bad they were the product of what had been going on right well Uh, their side of they were paying they were paying for their sins essentially sure the cop the cop less so though like (laughs) right you know with it with the with the kids and the kids and the gangs and stuff it speaks to you know not just gang culture but growing up (laughs) <laughs> please, please don't play boys to men at my funeral. Like, no. can I just get this on record right now that uh, I, you can, I, everybody has to play that during this time? I, I had, I had written down boys on my notes about that, Brian, and I think and Backstreet Boys is what you want at your funeral. Yeah, oh, no, I don't want boys. boys. I don't want any good. boys at my funeral. No, no boys. <laughs> Why did I write boys? I think it's. Boys okay. to Men, Backstreet, and okay. Sync Boys, Bullet Boys. In Sync uh, Boys. How about vitamin C for your graduation? Right. How about that? I love that you, you call them In Sync Boys. That's fantastic. Yeah. They were I just wanted to make sure I lumped them in because yeah. I could see somebody saying, well, he didn't say In Sync. Well, it's got to be me. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. That'd be nice. great. I would love that for my funeral. <laughs> yeah, bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Everybody's yes. got to jump up and do hey, the bye, bye thing. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brian, you you won't be around to argue, so it, it'll be fine. <laughs> bye, <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Reset the topic. Can, can we reset you the can, topic? You can, but the, I, uh, here's the lyrics to Brian's funeral. I just want to read this real quick. Bye, bye, bye. I'm doing this tonight. You're probably going to yeah. start a fight. I know this can't be right. Hey, baby, come on. I love you endlessly when you weren't here for me, so now it's time to leave and make it alone. That's what, that, <laughs> that's your Perfect. funeral uh, pyre. That I love it. That could be more on point. Okay. And it's gonna be me. Yeah, even better. <laughs> even better. Sorry, Randy, you were getting us back on point. Go ahead. I want to get back to villains for a second because mm-hmm. you you brought up a really interesting topic. And and that is there aren't that many villain archetypes. Like you only have a, a few things and like you can put them into these categories, right? So like you brought up Darth Vader, right? Yeah. So that's the immensely powerful, you can't see a human sort of thing. It's like robotic, it's you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an archetype. This villain in this movie falls into the Hans Gruber archetype, right? So you have a person dressed nicely, well coiffed, with a gun. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. not there's not something really like specific about how they look. It's more what they're doing, right? Yeah. There's yeah. the there's the monster archetype, like Freddy Krueger, uh, this kind of thing. Like they they really you can't get very far away from these things. Like 
Uh, one of the greatest villains, I think, is Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men. Oh, sure. oh yeah, and that's the and that's the bad haircut archetype. I'm serious. Like, <laughs> he's he's and, devoid of any emotion, right? Right, he's right exactly. Dead. Just Dunaway a cold blooded. Yeah. Like Dunaway said, he's got a strange weapon of destruction, and so you you remember that you attach that to him. That archetype is like you know he's he's a person. He's not a monster, or a robot, or whatever. But he's got something weird. Right. Yeah, I got that uh, cattle, whatever that thing was, the, pressure the bolt, air, uh, bolt, uh, bolt um, gun. Yeah, kill a, kill a cow with. Yeah, I, yeah. Love, I didn't know where gosh. he was going with that time when he was like, when he was all like, had his head down on the on the trunk of that one car when the when the captain came out and he was all like, oh, you know, like right. he would, you know, like you like like he was in school or something, not feeling well. Right. You okay, dude? The, you okay, buddy? Can I, yeah. Can I go to the nurse? You know, and so he was laying <laughs> like that. Then he whips around and he goes, he goes. Two fingers, and I'm like, wait, 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 what was you expecting here, buddy? Yeah, slow well, down. Two yeah. Oh, pull the gun out with two fingers. I yeah, I didn't understand that either. Exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. It's, like, it's like I really... didn't get that then either. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And I still didn't figure it out until just now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But it's really hard to it's really hard to do anything <laughs> in in the world of villains, like uh, you know. So it, it really it really comes to uh, you know like directing and acting and all and the presentation and so forth. Like it's like the last time I feel like we saw a new villain, and I know this is an old character, but it felt it, with Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's Joker was a, a, this this fresh thing in yeah, a villain, sure. and we, you just don't get that anymore. You know, it's like because uh, how... he had like he had like moments of lucidity, right? That was kind of the thing. Well, like, hold on just... now, let's. Uh, Morton Joe would like to have a word, if you don't mind. <laughs> I thought for sure the Mel Gibson connection was gonna was gonna bring us to Mad Max, not the not uh, the, the villain. villain type well, I just think it's important to just note that occasionally we do get very cool, iconic, is, rad villains. You can't is, forget is, he's is, one. Is Immortal? <clears throat> is Joe? Uh, is is does he fall into the Hannibal Lecter archetype for you? No, he falls into okay. a. He is like. Uh, he falls into the sort of, um, I don't know what it, the archetype is, like the Jim Jones kind of thing, where everyone worships him and thinks he's the basically uh, making him a god. He's he's like the ultimate him. ego on display, like without me, you're all gonna die kind of thing. Right. And, Gen- and the General Zod archetype, kind of Zodish, <laughs> a little more. Who who I, who do I apply him to? Um, the, I mean, he's pretty unique, I, but yeah. The, the reason I brought up Hannibal Lecter is because of the face mask stuff. That that just like. That's a real villain thing, right? Mm-hmm. You put you put something mm-hmm. on the face, some appliance, and it's scary. Yeah, right. Oh, he was okay. scary even right. without it, though, because he didn't have it on the whole movie. He was sure, sure, sure. He was, yeah. you know, it's, you it's had... a space, villain with a CPAP, basically, yeah. is yeah. what that is. <laughs> that's, villain with a CPAP. That's the Hannibal Lecter right there. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, like the ones that are so maniacal and so uh, what's the word? Just so. Well, the ones that Oppressive. just seem to disregard human life are the ones right. that I feel like are the are the the best worst villains. Like yeah. The because you got to feel like all right, they really just don't care. Like collateral damage, I don't care if I take out if I have to take out the guy that I'm going after, but I wipe out an entire city block right. because of that. Whatever, as long as I got the the main guy that I want. Sure. That yeah. that that, <clears throat> that is the trick, and the guy the guy in this movie has this. He's got this disregard for life. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a disregard for life, and it's not just that he has no emotion. Or it's not like the guy in No Country for Old Men. He had emotions. He was showing them all the yes. time. It's yes. just that he's got zero empathy for other people. 
Like he's, he can't. he's also very short-sighted because the captain at one point even asked him, what's your plan? And he's all like, I don't have a plan. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to kill some people. And again, you know, just, he, he was just totally right. just revenge for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, getting Billy. Back, Hi, getting Billy. back the system. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Billy. Hello, Hi, Billy. Billy. <laughs> Goodbye, Billy. Where'd you go, Billy? <laughs> Billy! <laughs> All right, so this is Richard Donner directing. You know him from the Supermans and the uh, the other Lethal Weapons and yeah, uh, yeah. a bunch of other stuff. He's actually done a bunch of movies. In fact, I made a little list, and I was curious if you guys had your favorite Richard Donner films. Oh, just Donner, just Donner. stick with with film sack movies only. Like we could do that. <laughs> like yeah, seriously, we've done we've, a few. Yeah, and and I got to go with Lady Hawk, man. It just like. That movie just, it stuck with me. It's something I've returned to and watched again, even though we watched it for my first time on Film Sack. Like, from, I just uh, think, I just think it's a very well-directed film. For me, it might be a toss-up between, well, if we're only talking movies we've seen here. Oh, we've not done Goonies, you know, have we? We not I done thought we Goonies? had done Goonies. I don't think we've done Goonies. I know for you, Scott, it would be Scrooged. Scrooged is uh, your favorite. Oh, no. I, freaking hate no. it. Hate it. Hate <laughs> no, it. No, Scott's going to Scott's gonna go with Maverick. No, I'm not even going with Maverick. Freaking Goonies. Oh, okay. oh. Let me, let me t- right. I mean, Maverick's fine. It's just, you know, it's whatever. It's a fun little romp or whatever. But I am, mm-hmm. I am probably, I mean, if you're asking my 10-year-old self, I'm going Superman 2 all the way. Yeah. I love that yep. movie. I thought it was amazing. The Richard Donner cut is even better. If you haven't right. seen it, uh, it's really good. But Goonies was like this huge part of me growing up. But since we haven't covered it, I guess I'm going to go with maybe. I didn't know he did The Omen, first of all. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the same list. I was like, oh, wow. cra- crazy he, to me. Was he director of The Omen or was he maybe a. It says director. Huh. Yeah, he directed what is our, it. Wait, wait, let's, let's help our audience while they're looking, too. So is it filmstats. Dot, what, what is the new film sack? Uh, uh, address that we forgot. have our database uh, in. It's film, film stats, film, Didn't film I... sack stats, film, film sack stats. stats. I think com. I have it on the site. I'll have to go make film sure. sack stats. And so if, you, if you, still, you go there, you can look up Richard Donner. You, you can, can actually look the, and see every Richard Donner thing. Yeah, yeah. If you still yeah. go to the old, he's number are, one, by the way. Yeah. If you still go to the old one, which was most sacked, it redirects to film sack stats. Oh, it does. I didn't know that. No. Nice. Oh, but anyway, nice yes, if you go down to directors, he is our number oh. one sacked director, if you didn't know. <laughs> he totally is. Look at that. Holy yeah. mackerel. Oh, yeah. Film sack yeah. stats. That's it. Dot com. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yep. Uh, oh, okay, okay. It's funny that we've got Nightmare at 20,000 feet because that was the Twilight the Zone episode that he did for, that he redid for the movie. Right. When did they so add you can, genres? You can exclude TV shows as well. Did you see the TV genre listing? This is crazy. Well, uh, this wasn't here before. We have this. This is the breakdown of how we do film sock movies. Number one, Far and Away, by almost double the next one. Action movies, two hundred and seventeen. Sci-fi movies, one hundred and seventy-two. I mean, some of these are crossover, right? Because we don't haven't right. done this many total movies. Um, yeah. But anyway, sci-fi movies, one hundred seventy-two. Thrillers, one sixty-five. Adventure, one thirty-two. Comedies, one fourteen. Horror, ninety-seven. I thought Tragedy. that'd be way higher. Need to up that level. I agree. <laughs> uh, drama, eighty-five. Crime, sixty-three. Fantasy, sixty-one. And mystery at forty-four. But yeah, that's super. I'd like interesting. to see more fantasy How? and horror in our future. Yeah. So if you and if you go to directors and you see Richard Donner at the top with eight films, Lethal Weapon three is listed here. 
is, yeah, yeah. Is, are they that are they that quick? Yeah, that, like, they, we announce a film? yeah. Look at the yeah. top. Look at the top of the page that says latest episode Lethal Weapon three nineteen ninety two. Oh, there it is. Wow, yeah. look at yeah. that. Well done, whoever you are. No, nice I, I have his name somewhere. I got to go drag it up again because the guy's awesome. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's film sack stats. Go check it out. It's great. That's cool. Great resource. Yeah, I'd put I'd put Superman two at the top of my my list yeah, I, of uh, yeah, his films. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're too. sticking within just. Uh, film sack Richard Donner films. I agree. The most impacted for me was absolutely Superman two. However, I will say I have seen the Omen a good bit, and I still think it is a mighty fine piece of work. It's all right. It's all right. Mm-hmm. That lady in the window. I don't ever yeah, forget. Lady her. in the window. I'll tell you what herself. I didn't care for. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what I didn't care Neil for. My Sorry, I had to play the Neil before Zod. Go ahead. <laughs> Brilliant. My least favorite, and I actually like the book, is a uh, timeline. I just, oh, I just couldn't. I couldn't he find the love that I timeline? wanted. Timeline. That movie's terrible. The book was great. Movie yeah. was. Uh... I couldn't find the love I wanted for it, and it's a sad because I really wanted to like the movie, and it's okay. It's Are okay. Are you sure he directed okay. that? Time... According to Film Sack Stats and IMDb, he did. But you know what? Is, what are those two? Oh no, are? you're right. That movie sucked. <laughs> that's so sad to me yeah it's really really bad he directed free willy three? Oh my gosh i don't even know what to think <laughs> did he do the first two uh or no just three just what a weird three. time to hop on i know you know who we haven't heard from in a while what randy is he still there i'm no i'm here i'm just <laughs> like I, what what a uh yeah we, We've gone too far with Richard Donner, guys. Bring, right, 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 right. All right, right. bring him back. Over back to Lauren, you you started nurse, it. Nurse Lauren Schuler Donner. <laughs> I'm just saying we've gone too far. Yeah, we probably have. Uh, uh, anyway, I did want to say I did want to say one thing about film sack stats. Um, this movie, uh, Lethal Weapon Three, right, the one yeah. we watch, yeah. uh, continues our uh, string of movies that have bit actor Sven Ola Thorson. Oh, yeah. uh, he's a henchman in this one. He's now he's now been on film sack eight times. That's not that's that's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger numbers. That's like he's he's been on film sack fourteen times. Well, but, but for a henchman, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. Yes, for a bit actor to keep getting into these movies that we watch is kind of cool. Yeah, but also yeah. look at the Schwarzenegger connection. The movies that he's been in, the eight that we've seen him in for film sack: Conan the Barbarian, a Conan. Arnold movie; Red Sonja, a spinoff from that; mm-hmm. Running Man, mm-hmm. another Arnold movie; Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Need I say more? Target. A hard Target, one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> Last Action Hero, another Arnold movie. A Sum of All right. Fears and Welcome to the Jungle. That dude was in a lot of Arnold movies. Sven Olathorsen is is just known be, for being a, one of those guys who will come to your set and sit, sit around and do his part as oh, yeah. uh, extra extra fighter number four. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, by the way, was, if, go ahead. He was in he he was in one of my favorite movies ever, which is Gladiator, which I would love to sack with you guys sometime. Yeah. Oh. Um, and by yeah. the way, we we Daryl Daryl, if you're listening, you might have a problem because this site has gone so far now to include Uh-oh. built-in Star Trek. Star Trek connections across so, every film. I wonder if that's I wonder if that's after. Is he collecting this data after, or is he collecting it before? That's no, a good question. He's doing it well, before because here we are talking about it, and we haven't put the show up yet, so he's doing it yeah. before. Well, but I know, but I mean, he might not put the uh, the connect the trick until later. They're there. They're, 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 they're there already. There. Yeah, wow. I think he's doing it through algorithmic something. He's pulling them out automatically. I am IMDb API gives you all this stuff. Like it's right. uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's awesome. 
Oh my god, Very I love useful. it. I love it. So so here are the Danny Glover uh movies we've seen. Wait, we haven't seen Donald Batman. Glover. Donald Glover. Uh, did I say no, Donald? Danny Glover. Danny. Don't don't confuse him. Sorry, don't it's confuse hard. Childish Gambino. It's because yeah. no, no, he's no, so Danny in the news. Glover is Donald Glover's son. Let's no, my gosh, oh, don't, has no don't get it. Don't, don't get start it that up Never again. Went. Randy knows what he's doing. He's trying to get it going again. <laughs> I know he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's trying to get it going. I'm putting a stop to it. Uh, By the way, wow. Yeah. That Danny Glover, man, he is busy. It says we've seen badass two badasses. We've not seen that. Oh, yeah, yes, we, we have. Yeah. Yes, we have. I'm, I'm, think, yeah. I'm thinking of kick-ass, too. Sorry. That uh, was the one where he... Scott's going to spend his episode staring at a right. website now. No, no, no. It's all good. It was, he, he, exclaiming. He's totally right. He's totally right. Uh, anyway. But that was when, that was the one where he had he was the shop owner, right? And, uh, and yeah. 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 It was great. Yes. Yeah, well, and, and, and Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo on the bus. Yeah, yeah, the, two, yeah. the two Dannys. Yeah. A couple of badasses. Yeah, yeah. Doing their... Well... Anyway, that movie sucks. Look at the number. There's like there's like ten things like the top of Danny Glover's uh, IMDb stuff. It's just like announced, announced, pre-production, pre-production. This man is not slowing down. Wow. Yeah. I, by the way, I'm in real time putting a, a movie on our upcoming list. It's a Badass Three. Badass is on the Bayou. Wow. But apparently, Danny Glover is not too old for this shit. And, uh, right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, John Carpenter, John Woo, and Peter Hyams, get your ass together because Richard Donner currently. Get your ass together. You're, you're leading the pack with eight. Uh, the next closest Collected is John ass. Carpenter with six. What an amazing sight this is. Oh, my gosh. I cannot thank that guy enough. All right. Anyway, sorry. We're all distracted by it. Here's the deal. Uh, the f film, this movie had a huge success, very big moneymaker, did real well, like you'd expect. They were riding high at Financial. three. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers planned to give Mel Gibson producer Joe Silver and director Richard Donner brand new black Range Rovers as a thank you. They were going to just throw them these brand new cars as gifts and say, here you go. However, Warner Brothers chairman Bob Daly and Terry Samel only told Donald that they were invited to a celebrity lunch. The Range Rovers are going to be a surprise gift, and Donner wanted to invite Danny Glover, Joe Pesci, and Rene Russo, and screenwriter Jeff Bohm to join yeah, them. Yeah, good on you, Donner. So the studio simply raced around <laughs> L.A. and kept buying one new Range Rover for each new lunch guest. They presented them to the entire happily stunned group when the meal was over. So everybody got a car. He treated everybody. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that, that's just great. I don't know if he's a dick otherwise, but this was not a dick move. This was a good move. No, I was, I, I, yeah, it I seems like we did all right. Joel Silver, by the way, is the cameo director in this that looked yeah. like Spielberg. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, the Spielberg-looking pissed-off director. Oh, really? That's Joel Silver? Yeah, yeah. Huh. You know, I was so done by that point. I, I, this, is a piece, <laughs> this is a piece of the movie that kind of irritated me. It was like, uh, I didn't. Riggs was like, every five minutes was spotting a crime. I'm like, there's mm -hmm. just... Is there something right. super? Is there something supernatural <laughs> going on here? Because there's can, no can way. Can we get a? Can we get a triple alert? Yeah, hell no yeah. No way. Hold on, I'm pushing it. Here it is. The criminals operate on the street in broad daylight, everywhere. Right. Yeah, right at in all front times. of the cops. Thanks, wherever Chuck. wherever Thanks, Riggs is. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It was oh, something Riggs supernatural. Burger over there. Who? Let's do our drug deal right here. That's yeah. ridiculous. There you go. It was supernatural. Except, except for the other crappy trope if i can get the triple alert uh, uh here's the crappy one again. ready here's here's the crappy yep. one there you go the cop can't tell that they're actually filming a movie and the crime that he's watching <laughs> surrounded by lights and movie cameras is fake yeah. uh, the whole the whole movie within a movie thing like you yeah. you you not only do you have that trope but you also have the and somebody he knows is in the movie within right. a movie Look, what is I, what? 
parts of that. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna allow it because if if I was witness to as many crimes as he was, just walking around, I would assume also something bad's happening. <laughs> but you see, like it's not hard. I, I haven't been on a movie set, but I assume. <laughs> That it's a crap ton of lights, a crap ton of people standing around holding microphones maybe. above the action. Yeah, but maybe it was just one of those local uh, furniture store commercials. No, you know? what you're supposed to do. Come on, couch now. Here's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to park your brain and say, "Oh, this is because Riggs, when he even sniffs a crime, even has an inkling that there's a crime, he goes total tunnel vision." And ignores everything else but the person to save and the and, gun to disarm. And, and it was it. His, it was uh, the girl, right? It was uh, Murtaugh's daughter. So he and, was. Yeah. Oh, is that? Shit, I didn't realize. I got to hand her. it to the movie. It <laughs> it made sure they were uh, they were in plain clothes a lot, and that helped me accept the trope. Like right. they were play, plain clothes detectives, except for the one joke scene where they were busted down to patrolmen yeah. and. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, I get it. Uh, like, that that was okay. And the movie is actually really thoughtful along those lines. There's mm. a lot of, like, it doesn't it doesn't clear the street, right? There's, like, crossing traffic when they have to oh. cross. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. the movie, I, I, I liked all that stuff about the movie. Yeah, it was Don't all right. get me started. Okay. Don't... All right. <laughs> get, no, I want to get Rick... you started. What? Start. Okay, okay. So, that was the other thing that bothered me about this. I'm like... I, I was at, at one point in time I was just like somebody just shoot Riggs, just shoot him because the man, <laughs> the man is putting everybody in danger. With, I get the loose cannons, yes. but oh my gosh, I mean he literally put all those people at the ice hockey rink in danger that did not need to be right. just so that he could stir up the guy. I mean you would never do that ever, oh. ever, ever, ever. Yeah, he did the same thing with the uh, the bomb at the very beginning. What? Yeah, you know, again, uh, oh, what made them show up? At a, at a, 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 I mean, they may make the joke at the very beginning. There's no homicide here. Oh, night's still early. Well, no, really. What are you doing here? There's no homicide here. Homicide detectives don't belong in a bomb, a bomb threat. (laughs) Get out of here. And them just allowing him. I mean, I know uh, that's the whole joke is again, park your brain at the door. He's sneaking in, but it's like, what? None of those cops are, are looking around. None of those cops see him and Murtaugh entering the building. Yeah. He's above the law. Yeah, that's the whole way. Well, now, see, yeah. that that would have been yeah. better for me. I would have preferred the bad guy to have a personal thing against Mel Gibson, but they kind of did that in two, didn't they? They've done that in both one and yeah. two. Cause, I like, uh, I like the a personal, have a thing? a personal thing against some actor. Right, like Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson specifically. Yeah. You will like. I've been funny. You like Mel Gibson. <laughs> he called my daughter sugar tits. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna stand for that. <laughs> I and see. I really. I really enjoyed watching this to, movie. Might have to bleep that out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I I really enjoyed watching this movie, and I credit it for getting me over the initial realization. Oh my god, I'm watching a Mel Gibson movie. Like at first, I had that hang up. And I was just like bracing to see like Harvey Weinstein's name in the opening credits or something. But then the movie was good enough to make me forget it. Yeah, that's the, how I the felt. Hair, the hair was bad enough that made me realize it was a it was a piece from a period that this happened. Yeah, and it was also Which ending. One, Around ninety two this stuff would be ending. Right. You know? You wouldn't have that Which, hair uh, past then very very much. Which which hair was worse, by the way? The full on mullet uh with it out or the ponytail? Oh, 
It was this always sad little ponytail. The <laughs> mullet didn't bother me as long as he wasn't in high speed chases. When you get in high speed chases, you realize just how ridiculously stupid a mullet looks. I mean, you already realize it, but when it gets when it gets to flapping in the wind, yeah, you know, and coming through smoke and yeah. that kind of stuff. No, you're, like, wow. you're, you're right. Actually, there was a, that whole scene was very reminiscent of Hard Target actually when Van Damme's oh, yeah. coming through there on a motorcycle and he's got the mullet as well. Right, like ninety two, right. big mullet time, but it was all it was kind of on the wane. It was going to go away soon. I just think that Mel Gibson, I mean, forgetting about all of his <laughs> recent struggles with racism, anti-Semitism, and other issues, <laughs> and then the fact that he's like a, a really incredible director when he when he puts his you know puts on directing hats and all that stuff, he's a complicated dude, is what I'm getting at. I mm-hmm. forgot how much fun he can be though, as sort of a charming actor, like an actor yeah. you just would like. Oh man, I don't want. I just want to hang out with this guy, even though he's crazy in this. He just he's very. I, I get why I get why he was a superstar. Like it's it's yeah. perfectly reasonable for me to understand that, and I miss that because I think, well, whatever. We all get old and weird. Well, he got old. And, and he weird. also he also has he's playing a character that he's very very good at. Like when you when you look at like Braveheart, you realize oh it's actually that probably should have been somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, like but Danny Glover on the other hand is having to stretch really really hard because. Nobody should want to play that character. That character is just a butt monkey all the way, beginning to end, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, I liked it. I, I, the, sure, he does right. fine. I'm just saying, gosh, that, that character. Like, they just layer so many bad jokes. and like they, they can't even help themselves but end with him in the most uncomfortable place to be right, visited right. by every Absol- other person in the movie, you know, absolutely right, humiliated. Right. Oh, you know, he just took a big old crap in there and was just <laughs> enjoying his. And people are walking in with <laughs> retirement cake and oh god, ah. like mm-hmm. fart bubbles rising. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> retirement cake. That's why an does awesome way like, to say Why that? when he's sitting in the bathtub though? Does he look like his hands are tied behind his back? Mm, Probably. It's was. like the most uncomfortable looking <laughs> bathtub. So it that's is, how that's is. how Richard Donner likes his bath scenes. That's what he likes. Mm. <laughs> I was more uncomfortable when he pulled his wife in, Darlene Love. Uh, oh, the in there? oh, I didn't right. like that. I'm no, like, oh, I like you know, you know why you don't like it? it? I don't. OK, as a fun little flirty, funny thing for a wife and a husband, I don't think it's that big a deal. But right. in 1992, it's not a big deal. In 19 or in uh, 2018, you got your right. phone in your pocket. Damn it. You're going <laughs> to. Oh, yeah. This is bad. Don't do that. I know shoot, phones are getting shoot. more water resistant every day, but damn it. Uh, that's all I can think <laughs> about was like, oh, I hope all our shit's out of her pockets. Ah. That's the first I, thing I, I thought think, of, too. I think everybody should have set a rule about 10 years ago. No phones within five feet of the toilet. That's just <laughs> what. You know, seriously, no phones. With that. Guys, phones go in the toilet. They want to be in the toilet. No, they phones. desire to be in the toilet. Your job <laughs> is to keep them out of the toilet. You're absolutely yeah. right. By the way, Darlene Love, uh, you know, um, not just from all the Lethal Weapon films as uh, Trish Murtaugh, but uh, also the singer of uh, that Christmas song, the Christmas, the snow's falling down. Really? Yeah. I've never Every put year that she sings it, or every year she would sing it on the David Letterman uh, show huh. because it's his favorite Christmas song of all time. Oh, I didn't know that. You know his favorite rock and roll song is uh, uh, "Hero" by uh, the the, uh, the the freaking uh, what are they called? The, the Foo, Fighters? Foo Fighters. Yeah, he, he that's why they played it on his last episode. He says it's his favorite song ever, so they came out and did it. Well, if his last episode would have been around Christmas time, he would have had Darlene Love on. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> so, one more thing about the bathtub scene. Oh, sure. Like, 
Let's get as there much was as a that. bunch of there was a lot of like ad lib stuff. You could tell they they mm-hmm. filmed a really long time and used some of the, like the funnier looks and glances and stuff. That's great and everything, but yeah. you know what? There, like it was inevitable. There was going to be a penis joke. They left it to freaking Gets to make the penis joke pretty late, and I couldn't help myself. I was I was interested in what the world they were all doing because. He comes in and he's like, "Whoa, I can see, you know, like basically, you know, like um, water must be cold and blah blah blah." Yeah. And you see all of the different actors and they're not all looking at the same place. And it's like, <laughs> "Guys, what you need a you, the director to come in and say, "Guys, this is a dick joke. This is a proper dick joke." Right. And you you're look all, here. Look, yes, like <laughs> Imagine this is your dad, yeah. and you're checking out his package. Yeah, oh, a I laser have... pointer thing where you guys are all supposed to look like you're a bunch of tattoos. Oh, yeah. Unless I have got so much bubble coverage that I'm barely visible, my face is just poking out of a giant mountain of bubbles. F yeah. that entire scene. F everything get about out. it. Get out. Get out of here. I'm a naked dude in a tub. <laughs> That's already a bad scene. Get out of here. No wonder you didn't want to retire. And Danny, Glover is, Danny Glover is tall like you, Scott. You could. The uncomfortable part was the fact that he didn't fit in the tub. Right. It was so... Right. Like he looked like he was the pretzel in this thing. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He looked like he had his hands behind his back. It's, it's crazy. You look at that scene and you don't see... Like my hands would be across my chest... Both hands covering my crotch. Like you would see both hands, both I arms, not everything. Comfortable with this situation. But, it's, but it's almost like he, you know, had his hands tied behind his back by Richard Donner and shoved into a tub and yeah. covered with Mr. Bubble. That's what and, it feels like. Can we say can we say one more thing about Danny Glover's penis? Sure. Yeah. Okay, okay, Brian, you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But you know, you brought up the uh the ad lib stuff, and there's there's so much of that in this film. There's so much of this, so much of that in the the whole Lethal Weapon series. It starts to feel really like forced. You hear a little bit of it in that opening thing we did with the whole word, word, Riggs, yeah. word, Roger, word. It's got an O at the beginning, an or in the middle, and a D at the end. Yeah. Oh, what are we talking about? The word, word, Roger. Yeah. It's like they they've filmed that scene eleven times. Yeah. And they're so sick of filming it. Yeah. It's like garbage coming out of their mouths. Like, blah, 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 word. Blah, 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 word. Yeah. Also, word is the word. Do people still say word? They don't do that anymore unless they're being ironic. I, I right? do. I will always say word to my grave. But you mean it ironically. I'm going to have it on my, I'm going to have it on my tombstone word. But you don't mean it for said, real. You don't. I've probably said word to your mother once in the last two weeks. And it was meant yeah, ironically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Always. Yeah. The word up. I say word up all the time. Word up. You say yo. word up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Word up. <laughs> it's a code word. It's yeah. a code word. 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 Uh, I will say, we're, I'll spell it W E R D, though. Because that's because <laughs> I think that's cool for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah sure. you would think that. Hey, did cool. you know this is the only movie the entire four film franchise where they don't mention Riggs's late wife because she was like a huge plot point in all of them except this one. Yeah. Not one mention. Right. Nothing. That's because we. That's because we had new romantic interest and in. we didn't want it. We didn't have time. This plot did not have any more room for any other thing other than what we had. Did you know so, that this this movie was the only lethal weapon film in the entire four films that does not feature the villains threatening Murtaugh's family or coming into their house? Oh, oh really? Yeah. But it didn't it though that kind of goes back to my the villain is not the villain is the guns, it's the things that are threatening his family outside oh. because his friend was killed and that 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 danger to his family uh, is kind of there. So it does also, always seem like it's a, always some sort of personal connection. All right. So the villain yeah. may not have threatened Murtaugh's family, but 
but other gang violence, you know, has to rear its ugly head. And yeah, it's and always right. it's, it's, it's it's a disconnected. But yes, I understand what you're saying. Yes, Randy. And and so we have to bring up the ham-fisted subplot, which is so uh, it's just uncomfortable because it's not handled right. And that's the if you have a teenage son in the city, you you're going to struggle with him Hank falling in with the wrong crowd. And what do you do about that? And I just don't feel like the movie knows what to do about that subplot. Which is which was sad because I thought it could have been a much better center for this movie, but not for what they were going for. They no, were just going yeah, for it wasn't enough. They they, they yeah. It was handled weird. Not not mm-hmm. badly, just not enough. Like not well, I guess badly is the right word. Because if you're not gonna give well, it all the yeah. time it needs, and if you're not gonna give it the character depth it needs, then what are you even doing it for? Like, yeah, what are you right. doing? Yes. Right. Like, yeah. like the first time that da- Danny Glover's character questions whether his son has fallen in with some gang is the first time we see the son. And it's like, right. I have no connection to this kid yet. You know? Yeah. Well, is it the same kid from two? I don't even know. Like, I don't, I wonder I, if, I don't, I don't remember. So I wonder if people kids, were like, kids oh. Kids ate so fast, it's just so hard for me to tell usually. Oh, yeah. No, dude, those strange, Stranger Things. Like, Stranger Things like 2 is going to be like. Vacation movies, every time I saw those kids, I'm like, how they, they've changed so much. No, I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> dude, those were always different kids. As I know that. <laughs> oh, what? Point. What? Yeah. But, uh, but uh, like, no, Scott's like, look at the, the Stranger Things kids are going to be in college or something the, right. the, by season yeah. three. They'll be like, hey, you want to play D&D? It's like, dude, you're all <laughs> dating and stuff. No, I want to. Yes, try that to, is. Uh, uh, be a virgin. Damon Hines has been in all uh, all four Lethal Weapon films as Nick Murtaugh. Oh, all right. There you go, then. I, I don't know about the daughter. I, I, I think what I think we're talking about, what we're talking about is that whole continuity thing when you're making sequels. And I think they actually were planning many more sequels when they said, uh, now you got to be on the force another 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Like, but then, they could have said but one then Mel, year. But then Mel Gibson but, said, I hate Jews. And then they said well maybe we won't make more of these and by the way by the way uh my <laughs> favorite lethal die. weapon is the next one lethal weapon four um i think because i think it's the one that's the most informed by how you make a movie like this like i i feel like it's the one that capitalizes on all the stuff that you know you learn from the first three it's maybe been too long i don't remember if i liked it enough. i don't remember four i just remember that they just kept adding people Right, like, like first we have to add Joe Pesci, and then we have to add Rene Russo, and then we have to add Chris Rock. Yeah, uh, even the poster says the whole gang's here. It becomes uh, uh, Murtaugh's (laughs) Eleven. Actually, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Did you guys, you guys like the chemistry between uh, Mel Gibson and Rene Russo? Um, no, no, no. No. I don't buy it. The scar comparing thing. It was fine. I thought it was. I thought it was like. It was uniquely romantic. Really? For, for me. Yeah. I didn't buy much of anything of their relationship. It just didn't land on me very I, well. I just, I just could never imagine Rene Russo putting up with a Mel Gibson type well, right. person. Which is the idea, though, right? Like, right. she's yeah. got a, you know. I don't think her character could see her putting up with a, a Riggs type person either. Yeah. Right? I don't know. The whole thing is. She, it's fine. I did not like the scene where they're comparing scars because it's just so it's so projected. It's just like it's, okay, get very freaking just man, get like it on, just freaking have your sex and go. You know, like quit playing with me here. This is and she I, likes the three stooges and, it, and she right. knows her guns. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I didn't I didn't like that scene because it, it what it was implying. And at the end of the end of the scene, I really felt like, especially being so sensitive as we are now, 
you know, we're all so tuned into, uh, you know, someone forcefully bringing up a situation or being too aggressive sexually. Yeah. It really felt like, cause there was a part where he said, well, you started this. Like he kept wanting to go, go, go. Yeah. And when she said no, he said, well, you started this. Yeah. And then he just like basically took her anyway. And I'm like, it, it felt uncomfortable in our yeah, current. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was hard not view. to see, hard not to see it without those glasses on. Right. Like you right, kind of have right. to, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. it's just the way life is. There's <laughs> no way, no way around it. Did you know, by the way, that this is the only film in the Lethal Weapon franchise where the Murtaugh house is not damaged in any way? <laughs> uh, well, that's not true. That's not true. Name it. They had they had termites. They, had, they did have termites. No, that's not damage. That's just... <laughs> oh, my God. Have you ever had termites? I thought the, your, your house burned down. I thought that was the whole... Saw. We never saw the termites. <laughs> okay, you never saw it. But the whole point of the house having termites was that that's the thing. This family, their house is always under attack. And right. the termites fit that. Okay, me. how about I, this I one? I noticed it. How about this one? Did you know this is the only Lethal Weapon film in the entire franchise where Riggs, <laughs> the end. Where Riggs or any character rides a motorcycle? Did you know that? Oh, really? I, I find that hard to believe, but I'm going to concede it. But I, I you see stuff in the first one. Really? I don't know, man. Gary, there has to be. Does there have to Come be on. with Gary? There's Busey. like a writer in his contract that says, "I gotta ride a motorcycle at some point during this film." That's right. I'll tear out your endocrine system and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, all right. Here's the thing that made me sad the most in the in the uh, the trivia here. Leo gets the character played by Joe Pesci, the most annoying thing in the world. Yes. Uh, and I love Joe Pesci. And not and not ha ha annoying. But just please get him off. Yeah, the screen get him annoying. off the screen. Annoying. He's great in movies like you know Goodfellas and th- he's amazing. He's a great actor. I hate this character. Anyway, yeah, he was originally not in the script, and all of his scenes were written in afterwards. It is the original. So he just showed up to the set. In the, in the original script, he went to L.A. or left L.A. for New York, and is no never seen from again. And they were done with that character. I really wish that would have been the case because I cannot abide him. I can't do it. Why would they let him be involved in any way, shape, or form as it is right. anyway? Okay. It sucks. So, okay, sucks okay. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. I just want to say I have this little dream that we're looking at a near future where we get a Clay Crawford, Damon Wayans, Lethal Weapon movie, a feature film, and they have Thomas Lennon playing Leo Getz in that series, and it's amazing. Yeah, Thomas Lennon is great. I know he, he is, is so but, good. D- but don't, but no. Don't need Leo Getz. Yeah, and uh, we're not going to get a clean. We're not going to get a clean uh, anything. Any, yeah, clean Crawford yeah. anything anymore because of uh, yeah <laughs> him being kicked off the show. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wasn't what was his deal? What he do? I can't remember. He like got uh, was outraged about some situation where he felt unsafe and like went overboard and um and uh, what's his face um Wayans is saying that he's never going to work with him again or doesn't want to work with him again so oh, right. he's been taken off and sean william scott has been brought yeah oh shit whoa 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 sean uh, stifler is is the new stifler stifler is <laughs> he's probably going to be Riggs' brother they're not going to like recast the character right. they, they actually I, spoiler I alert good. Yeah. they did a pretty good job of of 
making it so that Klain probably won't come back or, you know, so that, so that Klain didn't have to come back right. <laughs> wow. to explain anything for next season. And, and this is working for fans okay? I mean, in terms of just continuity and stuff? Oh, it just happened. This all just happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We haven't seen anything new yet. But I, I think I think his performance in the rundown, I think he could do it. I think he could do the rigs kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. I mean, I yeah, love the rundown too, but I, I don't know that I'd love it for him. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm just really, really sad about the whole thing because like the first few episodes of the first season of Lethal Weapon, I just feel like this actor embodies this character that is unique and so fun, but also really tragic. And right. maybe, maybe like, you have to be a freaking disaster like Mel Gibson in this guy to play that character. Maybe that's maybe, the whole point. Maybe. And maybe and, and maybe the fact that uh Stifler doesn't have that baggage. Maybe that's gonna right. make it. But fail. then yeah. I also want to say I like Damon Wayans more than Danny Glover. Yeah. I, I just do. Like yeah. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's just that he. I don't know if I can compare the two. He can sure ad lib better than Danny Glover. <laughs> sure. What are we talking about? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what are we talking about? That's his go-to, isn't it? This it this is, that's yeah. all he knows how to pull out of there. I like Danny Glover, but. I don't know. Okay. This this whole I, I'm getting I too know. old for this shit thing is that's I honestly that was, that was maybe the reason I was least excited about seeing this is I just like I said before, there was it's a paint by numbers kind of thing. And they still sort of do that, but watching it was good for me because I went, Oh yeah, this is I mean, this was popular for a reason. Like people like this combination. There's chemistry between these two, there's there's an energy here. It's R rated without feeling excessive like they didn't just do it to do it it feels like you know where bad boys is r-rated to excess it's like hey look look at all the stuff we can say and do this is more like hey here's real people talking and this and felt it, like a movie that i could go see without my kids yeah sure you know sure but still being a still be a parent and an adult but yeah no it's I, a, just a know. fun time i didn't i didn't i guess what i'm t- trying to say is we we try to use our veto powers here on the show lightly like this we don't we don't wield that we weapon. Take it, we we take it very serious. But uh, in this case, I'm glad I didn't do it because I think it was I don't know. I, I came away with a little bit more than I thought I was going to get, which is good. Uh, it, was, it was a good movie. I and it and it provided us with a, a brief glimpse of one of my favorite character actors, Miguel Nunez, is in this movie. Oh, I love Miguel Nunez. He's great. He's in yeah, other things we've seen. I think. Hasn't he? Uh, yeah. he was in Street Fighter. Oh, I that's know that. what I'm thinking of. Sure. I'm um, looking to see who Miguel just, Nunez just a is. bit like a glimpse of him. He was one of the he was one of the cops in in this movie. Okay, and uh, he's got a great great IMDb uh, photo. Oh, it's such a great thing. Oh, here it is: it's, Action Jackson, Lethal Weapon Three, and Leprechaun Four in space. He was in all of those. Oh, all right, and Street cool. Fighter also. Uh, anyway, anyway, yeah. Miguel uh, Nunez is an IMDb photo of the week. Trust me. Oh, he <laughs> even put in. I'm sorry, I'm so stoked about this, but in filmsackstats.com, he he has a search function now that's fully uh-huh. autocomplete, like smart enough to know what I'm looking for. It's cool. great. Oh my gosh! Welcome to the internet, 2018, everybody. This is great. Uh, let's see here. Look at this. Murtaugh's boat. Did you know why it's called Code Seven? Did you know why? Because because Jack Nicholson ordered a Code Seven. It's because it's LAPD code for lunch break. Nah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what this says. Also, okay, we always have this whole, like, who tried out for parts thing, and we always oh, think it's yeah, bullshit. Right. So uh, I will ask you Arnold guys. Arnold Schwarzenegger was originally considered for the role of Murtaugh. <laughs> so here's the, we, the, I have a theme for this. Shit! There. Now, which, 
What do you think that they, do you guys find any of this to be true? Michael Keaton, James Caan, Jack Nicholson, Gene Hackman, and Al Pacino all turned down the role of Jack Travis. Ironically, Keaton had been offered the role of Martin Riggs in the first Lethal Weapon. I don't know if I believe any of those things. I don't believe any of that either. Mar- mm. I could kind of see Keaton being a little crazy in uh, Lethal Weapon, you know, being a good Riggs. Well, you know, doing his, um, doing his whole, like, uh, uh, yeah, what was the, uh, the Mr. Mom thing. Oh, yeah. He kind of goes crazy during a little bit of Mr. Mom. You could kind of see yeah. him doing that for Riggs. But yeah, just like I don't know nuts. if I believe that. It's, it just feels like a... feels weird. Yeah. Plus, you're like James Conn, Jack Nelson, Gene Hackman, Al Pacino. These are all like aging actors who would play a dirty cop. Well, of course. Those are the dirty cop, pull. see? Yeah, I don't know if I believe it. So we are going to call that... Shit! All right. <laughs> uh, that's all I had in the trivia there. How about this? Uh, uh, where, where'd that go? Oh, if you're punching a perp to keep him knocked which, out, which you often do, I don't feel like that's legal. I feel like that's it, against yeah, police. There's a, yeah. How much of this stuff? Like again, they've got the bad guy. He's been he's been maybe fatally shot, but certainly wounded and and pretty much to the point where great, we can finally take him in. Yeah. But no, I'm just gonna le- let him like roll on his bulldozer right into the burning building. Yeah. I mean, well, and is it hers. because he's she doing like, it? Because he's doing it with the. Uh, internal affairs lady. Yeah. So now there's we can get away with this of, stuff. I don't know. There's all kinds of corrupt law breaking. I mean, if you really look at this movie, you're, you're, it's kind of like it's kind of like after you watch the Karate Kid, and somebody points out, well, you know who the real bad guy here is, right? I mean, it's kind of feels the same kind way. Of, it's like yeah. you kind of go, you know, who the real bad people even, are here, right? The LAPD. Uh, <laughs> even when he's a street cop, waving his gun around and acting like he's going to shoot someone just to kind of have some fun with a jaywalker. I think that might be crossing the line. It is definitely crossing the line. If they had body cams, that kind of mess (laughs) would have been, you know, YouTube fodder. What do you get bumped down to if you do something like that when you already got bumped down to street cop? Like, uh... (laughs) Everybody who's yelling at their playing device right now saying, it's a movie, you guys. You're supposed to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we know again, that. Again, you just, this you is, can only shut your brain off so is, much. Right. <laughs> this, is, this is true of Film Sack, and it's one of the things that's at its core, is that we've always asked ourselves when watching these movies, does it hold up? And if it doesn't, is there time passes that has made certain things seem ridiculous more so than they did in 92? In 92, I don't think people would have really been tipped off or primed to see some of the things we're seeing right absolutely Uh, this is pre-internet bottom line yeah this is pre-internet this movie is completely different with the internet think about it it's completely different oh my gosh like what uh we we know he just checked into the hockey game we're just gonna sit outside and play a clash royale till he comes out Right. That's what well, you do. How many people would be standing around while he's waving his gun at the jaywalker with their smartphones out? <laughs> yeah, recording my gosh. Ridiculous. So yeah, anyway, yeah. it's just it's a different time. Very different it's time. Different time. Yeah. Also so different that they played a terrible 80s as hell sounding Elton John song in the credits. I freaking hate it. Oh, that. stop it. That's Elton John and uh, Eric Clapton. That's great. It's great stuff. Awful song. It's, Wasn't it's, Eric Clapton involved with the soundtrack on this one completely? Like he did some of the music too, right? I, I know, know he did the entire first uh, Lethal Weapon soundtrack. I don't know right. how much of the current of the, of the current of the of the current one we're currently talking about. Mm. I he did. Can I can I say I, I know that first really Sting song is awesome. What do you do? Call I, Richie I really Richie Sambora or whoever and say bring your sax down to the set. We're gonna need a lot of sax. <laughs> David like, Sanborn or David Sanborn. I say Richie Sanborn. Richie <laughs> Sanborn. <laughs> hey, he's a really... he's a Hall of Famer now, so it's all good. <laughs> 
Listen, oh, there's a really? Van Halen song on here. There's a yeah. John Fogarty song. Those are fine. It, I'm talking about that Elton John thing at the end. It sucks. It's bad. It's not I, bad. I, I love you know. <laughs> it's it's a Van Halen song that gets me into Lethal Weapon Four. Man, they had a their first big trailer had the Van Halen song Fire in the Hole on it, and I'm there. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. That's that's some uh, that's some Sammy Hagar sure. era stuff, isn't that's it? No, no, it was a, no? a Gary Sharon. Oh, song. Gary oh. Sharon! Fire in the hole. Even worse. Even worse. Yeah, Runaway Train by Elton John and Eric Clapton, which feels like it was probably saved for uh, a movie called Runaway Train, and they decided to use it for this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, take that back. Looks like it's probably me by Sting was also performed by Sting with Eric Clapton. The theme song, like the beginning no, theme that song. I like. Maybe I like Sting. Listen yeah. to this, you guys. I mean, this I like Eric Clapton. Right I there. love him. I love him separately, and I I like old like, Elton John. You don't like Elton John because he looks like your mom. I don't like Elton John for two reasons. One, his music has sucked since 1979. Two, he looks like my mom. <laughs> so you didn't you didn't like the Lion King music? Uh, He's still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's awful. It's awful. Uh, Name a good Belton John song post 1980. We did this already, and I named five, and I played them on TMS, and you kind of, you kind of started to agree with me. They were old ones, though. You played. It was like Yellow Brick Road, and and you know, uh, someone saved my life tonight, and stuff like that. Decent old stuff, but like, how long do you want this man to produce for you? Uh, Let him do this thing, man. It's all bad now. It's all Lion King sounding, and I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, Lion King know. would There's... be what two years after this, and then he was doing that. So good job, Elton John. Well done. You look um, like my mom. His yeah. his third or fourth album after 1980 is uh, called Too Low for Zero, mm. and it's it's a pretty good album. Is like it? top to bottom. Give me a song. Down. Give me a track. Yes, <laughs> that's why they call it. Oh the my blues. gosh, I hate that song. <laughs> I do. I do. I can actually uh, reinforce Scott's point with that oh. one. <laughs> Brian, it, it, it invokes, it makes me kind of feel sick to hear the song. To hear you sing that, it. I, I actually had that LP like for, children, for a long time. And living like lovers. Side one, side one on that LP runs Cold as Christmas, I'm Still Standing, Too Low for Zero, Religion. I guess that, that's why they call it the blues. And it's just like that whole side, I just remember listening from beginning to end so many times. Well, yeah, because you were young and... And we were yeah. all dumb, you know? you know. Sacrifice, sacrifice is really good. And uh, um, what's that one that really, really cool? Again, around the same time, might have even been from that same album that Sacrifice came from. Um, the one? No, I'll have to look. It's like a really powerful, like uh, powerful song. I'm, I'm gonna, which what I'm going to say is going to be very controversial, and I just I have to say it. He uh, had a star. Uh, he had a Jefferson airplane to starship change, in my opinion. He went. From, Everybody did. Everybody he, did. I know only, they did. Only, I know. I'll concede that if only if you you maybe admit that that he kind of made a comeback in the the nineties with uh, the one with made in England, England big right. picture sacrifice. Yes, I don't remember that one. What is it? What is it? They give me a hum, hum me some business. Sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, there's no sacrifice. No sacrifice. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I got. I don't all know it. Are, as far as I can remember, Nikita. Nikita's a great song. Oh, oh Nikita oh, is it? No, no, it's not. It's not. No, it's no, like, no. It's, no. That's like the rest that. of it. 
It's the rest of it. That is the word. Oh, Elton John. It's my mom. Anyway, hey. In your little corner of the world. <laughs> oh, dude. And we can melt like ice on fire. <laughs> You're just describing everything I don't like. Coming back to the movie. Back to the I movie. Love this, I love this Sting song. I always have this whole era for Sting. I really, really like. Yeah, like, yeah it's great. My favorite songs of all time is in this era. Um, he was all tantric just, like, during that time. I, I wasn't expecting it. I was like, whoa, hello, this is dated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit, old. a little bit. Plus they had that cool, but they had that cool fire effect, like that kind of backdraft looking stuff going on in the first uh, bit there. Yeah, the, the, the credit sequence. Yeah, it's kind of cool. a James Bondian uh, without the, the, the women running around, but kind of like close-ups of fire going. and Yeah, which actually has, as far as I can tell, zero to do with the film, like thematically. There was no fire oh, thing there was fire at the end the whole the whole building complex yeah. the new uh, do you think that's what that was supposed to foreshadow yeah. or sure. something sure yeah. all right because right. like it's following the trail of like just like Riggs leaves that trail of gasoline for the fire to follow him all around the yeah <laughs> they got the slow burn gasoline that i've never heard of hold on right. uh, dunaway what do you, give me your take because you're mr water and minority report means something so what does the fire mean in this give me give me your take Okay. Lose so, uh, it was all of I mean, I, yeah. What's that? Nothing. Go ahead. Like, did we lose Dunaway? What is the? <laughs> all right. Am I still here? Yeah, you're here. What yeah, is the? Here. What is the fire? What does the fire represent? What's What's the hidden message? Uh, well, it it was really important to Richard Donner because he had, had a really bad uh, 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 bladder infection. So that was what. Was <laughs> That's what it was. All right. <laughs> burns when he yeah. pees. Yeah. Basically. Burns Actually, when he pees. Yeah. I felt the symbolism while watching the movie. Like I, I very much was like, oh, the. You know, like we started out with all of this fire and we know Riggs, you know, like he's sort of out of control. He burns indiscriminately like it. I don't know. It, it felt pretty. The world natural. is on fire and there's no way that Murtaugh can retire. It's just there's yeah, just too uh, much retire and that and fire. Yeah, well done. Right. Hey, uh, gross moment. What do you guys think it was? What do you think my grossest mm-hmm. thing? In the I movie think was? it was the gasoline siphoning. Incorrect. Oh, that's a pretty good bad guess. though. I don't that's like, yeah, guess. I don't like that one either. I don't like, I, I, it's gross. But although, but his jokiness around it was made it super dumb, so it made it less gross. Do I have to do something with the bathroom uh, when Jack Travis has to go in the bathroom and? Oh no, nope. I... nope. Okay. Oh, that one. That even got me though. Yeah. When Rene Russo is like touching him, pushing him in the back as he—that's right. That's what it was. Yes, it wasn't. It was Riggs in the bathroom, not uh, Rene Russo or uh, Jack Travis in the bathroom. Right, right. Not that though. Any other ideas? It's so it's so rings like gross to me. I well, you know, I I was just about everything that was going on in that small that that burger hut. Okay, okay, me. you're way closer. Uh, oh so, wow! Okay. So here's what right. happens: he goes in there into the burger hut and he's making burgers. Everyone forgets that when this gun starts shooting, what is Murtaugh in the middle of doing? Massaging a piece of raw hamburger meat. He has to jump mm-hmm. to it, get out there, get his gun, and get going. He's with just hamburger meat. He's just on running him. around with freaking salmonella, nasty hamburger meat on everything, and now it's <laughs> now it's on the gun. Hold, hold, Daryl. <laughs> no, 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 I've been shot, and I've got salmonella <laughs> from the bullet. That's all I can think about. Is salmonella that. burger? Is that burger? What What do you get from? No, not really. I, I know it's E-coli, the E-coli, 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 probably E-coli. E-coli. The raw Listen, if it's meat. decent, if it's decent hamburger meat, like you, you know, you don't have to worry about any. Uh, yeah. Airborne right, diseases. Right. 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 It's yeah. been sitting out. I all don't day. think there was decent hamburger meat in that in that cook spot. Yeah. Plus, just 
you know, I don't no, know, wash your. No, I know he didn't have time, and if I was in the situation, I wouldn't either. I'd grab my gun and go. But I'm just saying, it's like you're grossing everyone out with your nasty ass hands. So I'm just, getting too old to wipe my hands in my pants. <laughs> there you go. You know they're giant. You know Danny Glover's hands are just like I, giant. I'll yeah. tell you that Mitts. that thing. Like I know he was ad libbing and everything, but I was just grossed out with him going, "You got to massage the meat." No, you put it on. You put it down. You don't yeah. massage the meat yeah. ever. Yeah. Put that down. That was weird. <laughs> Nobody massages. That's what he was meat. doing in the bathtub at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I may have made a clip that. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> in a uh, oh, an important trope I forgot about. I knew that that red shirt kid, I uh, who worked oh, in the force yeah. of such a good shot. The minute Let they said come with, come with us, he's gonna die. Just knew it yeah. the second they had him go. And I was like, all right, way to project that one, guys. Way to forecast yeah. that. I saw that coming down Main Street. Anyway, uh, uh, let's get to the uh, let's do clips. I have clips. Uh, they're uh, numerous. Do clips and uh, they're do clips. Let's see. It's brand new haircutting place. I like to go is do clips. Uh, here it is. This is that line once again. Boy, I'm getting too old for this shit. Not for me. I'm not sure. Uh, oh, we haven't even talked about her. Yeah. About the uh, the admirer. Uh, let's can we just call her the, the, uh, the over the over the oversexed yeah. the admirer. Yeah, yeah. oversexed admirer. Yeah. And we had this very same thing with a movie recently where we even brought up Le- Lethal Weapon, I think. And it was somebody who was helping somebody else. Um, what was that? And they were helping him go through the the files of some place. Even police-related? Golly. I remember What was this. it? It was something recent. You remember us talking about it, right? I totally do. I don't remember the yeah. movie, though. But it was something like this where they ba- they basically end up with like a, a stalker the whole movie. Like a yes. But I can't exactly. think of what the other example. I mean, there's a million examples. I just can't think of it. Anyway, yeah. how about this one? Here's Joe Pesci trying to sell a house. Anything else you want to disclose before we go on? Okay, okay. Now that you mention it, the bathroom upstairs has been completely remodeled due to unexpected bomb damage. Hey, 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 come on, it's okay. No, no, it's not. Don't buy that house. <laughs> well, and it, and it wasn't funny. No. It was just sad. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was definitely not funny. Uh, here's some sacks, but... Uh, it's not as good as a dibbit, so I, this is going to be a letdown. But here, <laughs> here it is anyway. I mean, I feel like they're kind of going for a film noir kind of, you know, they that's really that, that are, night that yeah. dame walked into my office and my life was never the same kind of vibe. But I don't know if it works. Maybe it did in '92. It doesn't so much now. I mean, think about it. '92, we were like a year away. From Jurassic Park. I still feel like that delineates the rest of film for me. Like, for whatever reason, Jurassic Park feels like a line in the sand. And it's everything before Jurassic Park and everything after it. It's weird that I do that. I'm not saying it should be everybody's way of looking at films. But for whatever reason, I have this line and it's and it's called Jurassic Park. Do, do any of us have have a like a line where it's like uh, everything changed and was never the same? Uh, Star Wars yeah, and your kid, probably. Sure. I mean, 84? Well, eighty four Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. What would you say? Eighty four garbage. The like everything where I felt like, oh, that was such a great monumental movie, but there was garbage released right after it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's always true. That's, that's always, the thing. I feel like, yeah. Like that's I the thing. Like it, even the if I even if I say like, oh, Jurassic Park, things would never be the same. I still feel that way, but I also know yeah. there was a ton of shit after that. We've seen a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. how do how do we live in a world where post you know five years after Jurassic Park something called Mortal Kombat Annihilation exists. Like, you know, right. it couldn't be more 
of a falsehood that I think that the whole that everything got better. It's just I don't know. There's some kind of line in the sand for me there. Anyway, it, I, done I, away. I feel that I feel that pretty strongly about the Matrix, and it happens that I had just moved to a new city where I would live for a long time, and when it came out and this kind of thing. Yeah. Like so, there's there's stuff that's like personal for me, and it it just felt like a sea change. I feel like the the year or two after seeing the Matrix for the first time, like I was seeing lots of fresh things. Right. So I, I totally get it. Yeah. There you have it. Uh, yeah. Dunaway, you were just saying something. I cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh, no, just, uh, I was going to say, everything changed me with Back to the Future. I mean, it seemed like when yeah. that hit, it felt like. That's another one. I don't man. know if like everybody, it felt like everybody yeah. upped their game. It yeah. was like, oh, crap, we need to make good movies. Yeah. I also and, feel uh, that way about Toy Story in a way, because at least for the animation yeah. side oh, of the world. Oh, for yeah. the 3D animation oh, stuff. That's a great totally. example. Yeah. yeah. It's probably, totally I mean, that one's, that one's probably obvious because, like, you can actually yeah. literally chronicle that change. But it just felt like, yeah. I don't know, for me, Jurassic Every, Park. Everything was, was 2D up and then, yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, no one's oh, doing yeah. traditional 2D animation unless they're doing independent stuff. So, which kind of bums me out. I wish somebody, would, I wish Disney or somebody with the money would make some. Awesome well, news. And there was a there was a big string. Money. Mm-hmm. There was a big string where Disney movies didn't seem like they were gonna ever be like seriously good again. Mm-hmm. And and we hit we were looking back on like The Little mm-hmm. Mermaid and Aladdin, and then The Lion King came out, and it was like, oh yeah, yeah. Disney can make a seriously good movie. You I know? think Lion mm-hmm. King is post. I'm sorry, pre Aladdin, isn't it? Hold on. No. No, no, I I, no. I remember this very specifically. I loved Aladdin, but it was silly, you know, yeah. and it wasn't like what what I thought of as Disney, you know. And then boom, Lion King, man, it felt like wow, Disney really has it. Hold on a second, I think that's wrong. It's true. No, no, what? it's true. It's true. Hold it was on. it was Aladdin, and then why can't I find that? freaking I Aladdin in IMDb? It was because Aladdin is shunned. By who? <laughs> it's funny, I, I more think of the bad Disney years as being like the. Uh, I'm not saying bad. Live action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying bad. I'm okay. not. You know, like I don't even think Mulan is bad, and a lot of people really rag on that. No, movie. I like. I like Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I like Mulan. Saying, I'm just saying that there yeah. is a there is a, a high tier and a highest tier, mm, and okay. it it felt like Disney needed a movie like The Lion King to reset up to that highest tier. Hold on a second. It looks like Aladdin and Lion King were the same year. 1994? Hold on. Yeah, oh 94. Both those movies came out the same oh, year. Wasn't, I remember. A, a, I promise you. <laughs> Go look Aladdin them up. In Go November 1992. I, I was there. Yeah, I and in the summer, they had Aladdin. <laughs> You can go. This is all of, of the record here. Um, so, so Aladdin, although the yeah, same year, yeah. technically released before Lion King, but same no. same year. Yeah, no. no, for real. Aladdin came out in November 1992. I'm not going to say that again. Yeah. Lion yeah, King. It did. It came out in 1992. Later in June 94. Maybe you're looking yeah. at a uh, release Lion or King. something. I don't know. It says right here, yeah. Aladdin. True stories. Uh, Aladdin, the clever do, hero do of Agrabah. Do a Google search for Aladdin release. This is. Are you looking at Jafar? No. <laughs> when was Jafar released? Hold on. The, the serious thing about our current our current condition as humans is that we we are storing so much of our knowledge on in online, and if it's not, you know, if the first thing you go look up isn't accurate, oh my gosh! No, nope, you know? you're right. You're totally right. Ninety two. You're right. It was the same year. So no, wait, Lion King was ninety four. No, no, no. Talking about Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin was ninety two. Okay. All right. We're, can I, we're, can we're I... 
can I draw a parallel to the irony that Lion King features Pumbaa? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> While we're having this conversation. <laughs> no, uh, you cannot. TMS listeners are going to love that. Um, June 24th, 94 for Lion King. You're totally right. It was two years apart. Uh, IMDb has it wrong. Someone needs to go fix that. Because the... Maybe the DVD release or so. Well, what, were we in DVDs yet? Uh, no, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we're a video sure. release, Jafar, like right around that time. I had a DVD player in 92. I like Her- I liked Hercules. Was there, a, was there a movie called Maybe? Jafar? Like a, a. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, is Aladdin 2 is like. It's like direct oh, DVD. Right. Ja- yeah. Direct yes. DVD. It's okay. like Jafar's. Yeah. Eats Revenge a or something. Yeah. yeah something <laughs> as far as Revenge sounds the like. Return, what you, it's the return of Jafar. The, the return, return of Jafar. Jafar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beauty and the Beast was 91. 92, Aladdin. Uh, 93, they had nothing. And 94, they had uh, Lion King. Yeah, they were running every four years. I remember them. Yeah. I remember a lot of people not liking Lion King at the time. Opinion has changed on that sure. over time. because there was no, some... no, no, no. Sure, there were a lot of people who didn't like Lion King, but it yeah. was nothing like the previous few movies. And like I say, it like it, it had huge legs. I remember people still going to see it four months later. Yeah. It was wonderful. I like Hercules a lot. Yeah, I like Hercules as well. Hercules, Hercules. And I really <laughs> I really quite like Touchback from Notre Dame, but I have like a reason yeah. for that because my daughter was really into Give it. Give me more? No, oh. no. Pocahontas was not really my thing, but girls loved it. So like that's good. Them. And I like Tarzan, man. Bring me uh, Tarzan any day of the week. I think the soundtrack's amazing. It's- oh, wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait. We're going to disparage... Elton John, yep, but that right. Phil Collins exactly. stuff. Yep, that Phil right. Collins music in that wow. movie is awesome. It is wow. good music. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm right not now. saying hey, this is the same stuff as his Genesis days or even his you know solo days. I'm just saying as soundtracks Hello. go from like stars who make soundtracks, I'd take him over Elton John any freaking day of the week. <laughs> Phil Collins, that Phil Collins, I'm telling oh, okay. you, and you're gonna get we're gonna get emails that totally back me up on this. There'll be a few dissenters. But that Tarzan soundtrack, beloved by many, I think it's awesome. Oh, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not saying that it's it's horrible, but I'm saying that you can't like in the same breath talk about Phil Collins post, uh, sure you can, or post No Jacket Required work and Elton John's post. Oh, you absolutely can because Elton John's post work sucks, and uh, and Phil Collins's doesn't. That's the difference. You definitely can't have this discussion with any Englishman I've ever known who loves music because starting <laughs> the day that Phil Collins starts singing for Genesis, they hate Phil Collins forever. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He's all, they were already mad because, you know, Peter, Peter Gabriel's Gabriel. the man. Yeah. Which I agree with. I love Peter Gabriel. <laughs> we can all agree on that, right? Peter Gabriel's awesome pre and post. We just think he's you great all the time. Love. No, mm-hmm. you just have to wait. See, that song sucks. I don't like that song. That song's no good. But there's some really good tracks on Aladdin that make me feel good when I hear He's, them. Phil Collins is touring right now in North America. The tour is called Not Dead Yet, and I like that. Tarzan. <laughs> I keep saying that's Aladdin. Great. I mean Tarzan. I don't know why I keep saying Aladdin. Um, all right. Anyway, that's not the point. What's the point? Oh, another, a next clip. Uh, here's one. Uh, he's really great in these, I said. Well, I took the liberty of looking at your file folder. It was showing. There you go. Mad Max doing what he has to do. Uh, he's Mayhem and Chaos. No, I'm Chaos and he's Mayhem. We're a double act. What are we, required reading or something? Yeah, yeah, there's that. Uh, here's a masturbation joke. Those are good. You trying to yeah. read I'm a master. That figures. Uh, hey, man, hey, great, man. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Danny. 
Danny Glover. Always getting a kick out of stupid stuff. All right. Uh, I see what you did there, I wrote. Why don't you go back and beat your street? Uh, go back and beat your street. Beat your street. You know, like, it's... Because there's street cops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Walking the beat. Yeah. What okay. happens? Your street. Yeah. Can't, I can't make that leap. I'm, I'm trying. And massage your meat. Here's something about the hair. Hold the hair. Hold the hair. Hold the hair. Hold hold the hair because oh. he was about to make the burger. And right. Hold the hair. He did not. Oh, yeah. right. Meaning don't. Yeah. Let's not have hair yeah. in my burger. Got it. Uh, here's a clip of Brian Ibbett on his wedding night. This is crazy. We got this audio. I can't believe. Hold we on. This. I'm, I'm trying to remember Brian Ibbett's wedding. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he, when he and Mar- and Tina got married, and then yeah. later, yeah, later they were okay. All right. And okay. then this yeah. move, and this, then this, uh, this audio leaked. Is what happened. Okay. So right. here, okay. here it is. A little pepper, and then you massage it a little bit, just a little bit. Sweet, sweet me. Man, you're really sweet, sweet. We also meat. have the most suspenseful sex music. <laughs> yeah, when you play that out of context, is wild because that's when Riggs is walking over and noticing. Right. Totally, right. exactly. It's like, wow, this is like a cooking demonstration, mm-hmm. and it sounds like uh, it's like a <laughs> horror movie where he, in the closet. he killed somebody. Yeah. Is going to use their their body for meat. Sweet right. meat. Uh, you hear this a lot in this movie. Riggs, like tons of times. Riggs, he's constantly yelling for Riggs. That's good. Uh, this is a fun line. Step into my orifice. Get it? His orifice nah, is like, that, that is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so she doesn't funny. figure out until she's faced with the urinals that they're actually going into the bathroom. Yep. Like she mm-hmm. doesn't see the sign on the door that says men. Yeah. I don't know why she was. She's not a very good uh, internal affairs That's person. why she's not a detective. No. <laughs> she failed detective school because she couldn't identify a she, bathroom. She's got the affairs part down. It's the internal part right. she's struggling with. <laughs> um, angry acting at its best is a pretty good scene of those two chewing each other out. Oh, come on, Riggs. I can't do yes, that. Can. I can't yes, do can. that. Look, let's, my look, wife why don't out. you cut out this classified bullshit right now? It's giving me the shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you might guess, we now have this clip. It's giving me the shit. I'm going to use that all the time. Wow. If you were to play that for me out of context, I don't know if I'd recognize that that, that was Mel Gibson saying that. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. It's giving me the I, shit. It, <laughs> that certainly is Renee Russo. It, it is almost the exact same thing she do, does in a scene in Major League. Oh, I forgot she was in Major League. Mm-hmm. too. Yeah, wow. completely forgot that. Well, well, well pulled. Or okay. something well, like well that. Pulled. Here's a, something about sesame seed buns. Sesame seed bun. What's that from? Sesame seed bun. Oh, he was McDonald's. finishing. Right. Sesame seed bun. Yeah. That sounds like Mel Gibson, doesn't it? Sesame seed yeah. bun. That, that's because there were a Mel few Gibson. times that his uh, Australian accent seemed to come out, like when he's at the shooting range. Yeah, yeah. And he's talking uh, um, total, total Australian accent. If you play it backwards, it says, I hate Jews. I hate Jews. <laughs> It's really weird. Uh, here's Riggs. Now, now, Scott proclaims when you quote him, <laughs> right? Make sure Leave you all say context when out. you play it backwards. No, that is no. a very important part of, that makes it a joke. Context be damned. Yeah. Do not. Nope, I'm just gonna isolate. Yeah. Uh, right. Context be damned is right. Here's something. Uh, Riggs and the dog. <laughs> Hated that. Hated that. Yeah. That was like who was saying that song. this was their favorite of the of the Lethal Weapon? It was songs? me. It was me. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> it was totally me. Uh, this is when he hits the pole. I thought it was a great sound effect. A little foley work going on. I liked it. 
Oh, dude, oh, freaking yeah. oh, geez. Jeez, Louises. That's, That's a pretty good effects in this on, on the on the Foley work and the sound work. There was when the building uh, crashes down the, at the beginning yeah. after the bomb explodes. Yeah. Uh, you can hear it sounds like a King Kong kind of a yell. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I didn't Mixed notice. in with the explosions. No, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. I also like the, the I put the gif in our thing, but the fire, uh, when the fire's spreading to the unfinished homes and that right. guy gets doused in flame, it's super cool. Yeah, like oh, our, it looks so good. Yeah, I mean, you can tell yeah. if you watch that gif long enough. I didn't notice it the first time in the movie. We watch the gif, you see, well, clearly he's wearing like fireproof face and, you know. Right. It's a it's a stunt guy, but so it's what so, you're saying is they didn't murder anybody. No, they didn't actually burn anyone to death. Which okay, is nice. good, good, good. But it looked really good. Like you'd you'd CGI that today. There's no way they oh, would absolutely. put themselves in that kind of. I don't know, man. Practical effects are making a comeback in certain areas. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. I want to see that new Johnny Knoxville movie because all those stunts are real. Oh, jeez, yeah. Because it's like a it's a scripted movie, but it's it's full of stunts that are you know Knoxville just about getting himself killed or whatever. Yeah, coming really close with a couple of those from uh, from all is accounts. It, yeah. Isn't that why we watch, really? Well, it's why we watch Johnny Knoxville, yeah. Whatever he's yeah. done, sure. Except we want to see the end. That documentary he made about drug addicts in West Virginia was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And it was yeah. there were no stunts in that. Also, he did that hmm. evil Knievel thing, but I guess that had stunts. Okay, here's bad acting for you. All right? Bad acting. This, this guy's no good. All right, shit. You said not to worry about the police, but the cops are all over you, man. They got my guns, and they'll be coming after me next. Oh, my gosh, dude. Wow. Man. Okay. Come on. Leave Tyrone alone. He's doing just fine. <laughs> Here's what I have to Tyrone, say. Tyrone had a shit role in this movie, man. I mean. I agree. He was just always catching He was always catching the crap. And also, I noticed when he was sitting in the car arguing with our, our corrupt cop, he was he was making the drug deal with his gold American Express card. Is yep. that what he was? Yep. Implying? Oh, oh yeah. Phone? Right. He was holding that and his... Uh, his uh, sunglasses like yeah the, it was really weird like is i was like can i pause that and actually see if it's a real american express oh, gold card nice it was, it was a real product placement like it, yeah. it definitely got through it's also I stupid because you're not going to do a drug deal with a card that's 100 percent trackable in 1992 that's just a, <laughs> and that's was right. it drugs or guns i'm assuming it was guns because that's what we we're trafficking oh, mostly, right. right but he was also stealing a lot of other stuff from the impound yeah. So, right. I don't know. So, all your guns and your cop killer bullets. Okay, got this. Uh, let me just get the code on the back of your card. No, 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 not right. on the front. The back of your card, right next to the number. Yeah. <laughs> they were guns and drugs combined. They call them gugs. All right. Gugs. Hey, Druns. This is somebody yelling at Tyrone. Get a grip on yourself, Tyrone. All right. All right. So, there's that. That guy died pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, weird Mel Gibson sound. You guys can help me with this one. Oh. All right. That's oh. it. Oh. 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 There's that. It's Australian for my nuts. <laughs> you know what? He was born here, had an Irish father, American mother. How did he father? end up in Australia? I got to figure oh, that right. out. Yeah, because he has, you're right, he has an accent. Like, he yeah. spent most of his time there. I just well, don't I mean, wanna... you, you, you're, you're a product of hearing your parents talk and, and how they teach you. So, But he well, was yeah, Irish. Got, but, but, he, but his parents weren't Australian, so I don't know. Yeah, why isn't he going, ah! Let me get in my car and fight my lucky charms. <laughs> I'm, I'm the road warrior. Yay. Oh, you people. Uh, you people. Wrong it. answer, this one is. Wrong answer, wrong answer. I kind of like that. Maybe laugh. Borrows right from the Three Stooges uh, thing in uh, uh, Lethal Weapon 2, where he yeah. where he does that to, to some guy at the hey, Christmas hey, tree hey, lot. Is that yeah. also a diehard thing where. 
Bruce Willis says, eh, wrong answer. Uh, Hans. Hans. But maybe he can play for the bonus level. <laughs> yeah. Eh. Uh, Leo gets <laughs> laugh coffee. Leo gets what Leo wants. I hate this. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. I hate it so bad. All right. He what made a weird wrong sound. wrong with him? He's awful is what's wrong with him. Here's another sound he made. And the, and you guys can help me with this one. Actually, I have two of these in a row. Here you go. Play that backwards. I know. Is it because it sounds like it's already played backwards? It does sound like it's played backwards. Uh, here's okay. This is an extra who they came to ask what was going on, so they could, and then they cleared these guys out of the construction space. I don't know what he answered to the cop, so I recorded it, and you guys can help me. So here we're going to decipher this. Here you go. Lots of cops, a bunch of boxes. What? Must have cast a bunch of boxes. A bunch of boxes. Must have cast a bunch of boxes. Must have cast a bunch of boxes. Because they said, who, 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 what'd you guys see or something? And they said this and they said, all right, we'll get out of here. A, a, oh, right. Is when cops they with a, it, it was cops with a bunch of boxes. Lost a cop, a bunch of boxes. Lot, lots, lots of, cops, of box, bunch yeah, of lots boxes. Yeah, lots of cops. Bunch of boxes. Yeah. That's a bunch, it. bunch of Fritos. Lots of cops, a bunch of boxes. Oh, that's. Record that twice. Get a better cut. That's awful. Lots of cops, a bunch of boxes. Lots of cops, a bunch of boxes. All right. No one ever says this, I wrote. Pooey. Exxon. Pooey and Exxon. No one says Pooey or Pooey. Come on. That's like a cartoon. You're right. You're right. No one ever says patooey. No like, one ever that, does. That never naturally comes out of you. Patooey. Patooey. Uh, <laughs> I had closed caption on it, and it said patooey. I wrote here, why the pause? Makes you crazy, son of a bitch! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> take a breath. It was good. All right. And then the dumb line at the end. Well, I've been chasing more cars lately, and, uh, you know, when I try and lick my balls, I keep falling off the couch. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you're eating those dog biscuits, which is only movie. good. That's good because in Mad Max, he ate dog food to survive. Oh, the movie, yeah, yeah. This movie really didn't know how to end. It was like, no, don't let it end now. Let's let's have a, a few more jokes in the bathroom. No, don't let it end now. Let's have one last scene with Riggs and Murtaugh. Like, this movie, seriously. Stop. Yeah. Just stop. Get your shit straight. What are you doing Just over turn there? Turn off the cameras and walk away. Damn it. <laughs> hey, look at what this is. It's the film sack checklist. Uh, the Glover is too old for this shit. Check. Uh, why wouldn't you just shoot Karate Russo? Check. I don't know Karate why they Russo. just let her run around and kick everybody, but it's fine. It was fun to watch, though. Uh, and then I wrote, yeah, Scott, but again, no cops would let another cop just go there and they'll sit there and, and watch when there's right. five people trying to take him on. It's like, well, all right, they could probably end themselves, but let's go help her. Yeah. Uh, sticky meat hands. Check. Uh, this is <laughs> Star Trek stuff. I found that there were a number of these, although now I guess we have confirmation on the film sex stat site, but, uh, Mick Rogers is in this. He's bomb scene cop. Number one, he was in DS nine, played a Bajoran, uh, highway patrolman two. Uh, as credited here, was casting or was extra casting coordinator for 2009 Star Trek and Into Darkness. Kenneth Tigar played Ernie the detective. Is that Tiger? Ti- it says Tigar. T a g a r a r. So I assume Tigar. 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 Uh, it's like an anime villain or something. Anyway, <laughs> TNG. Right? He played a, a Margin in the first episode, Symbiosis. It- and is that Morgan or Margan? Mar- it says M A R G A. Margan. Margan. Tiger. Uh, Voyager played Damar. Literally. 
These are all our uh, names. Yar. <laughs> it's Pirate Day on FinSec. That's hilarious. All of those have the same R in it. Uh, Andrew Hill Newman played Jay Walker, uh, the guy that they were picking on. Jay Walker. And Voyager, he played Jarrett Otell in the episode Prime Factors. And finally, Adam, or uh, sorry, Alan Scarf. He was Herman Walters in TNG. He played two Romulans in two different episodes. Oh, good. I was going to say, in one episode? That's great. <laughs> two different Romulans. <laughs> Uh, that's that for that. Let's give it a soundtrack grade. I give it ES for explicit sax. <laughs> ah, very True. good. Yeah. Very good. There you go. Also terrible John Elton John song at the end I wrote here. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the Twitter posts where you guys sum it up in 140 characters, sorry, 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. Lethal Weapon 3. It's okay. 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 Oh gosh. Wow. That's less impressed. okay. I'm actually <laughs> glad you finished. Hashtag impressed. Yeah. Hashtag impressed. Uh, Brian Dunaway. Lethal Weapon 3. Like finally getting just the right amount of Pesci in your movie burger. But discovering the director didn't wash his hands. Hashtag hold the hair. <laughs> nice. Well done. Also, finally, Brian Ibbett. Lethal Weapon 3. They break every rule. And not in a good cops breaking all the rules <laughs> way, but in a you're egregiously overstepping your authority as an officer of the law <laughs> way. Hashtag. I don't have a hashtag. I like it. It's pretty good. Uh, oh, alternate alternate titles. Uh, alternate. Alternate. This one <laughs> here. Alternate. This alternates from the previous title. Here's your first one. Passion of the Heist. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I like or that. Oh. Mad Max Road Warrior. <laughs> Get it? Because like warrior, but warrior. Sure. I'm sure. gonna go with the first okay. one. Yeah, Passion of the, the Heist is pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, the emails we get emails from you, the listener, and uh, we get them at filmsack@gmail.com. This is one from Rick Silcox. Yeah, you heard me. Uh, I actually have three today. They're all short. That's why I put all three in because I'm trying to get through some of the shorter ones. This one is, if you watched Lonesome Dove, you saw Robert Urich play Han Solo, says Rick. Hmm. I don't remember his role. Lonesome Dove. Yeah, I'll have to go check I, that out. I watched some of it. It's good. It's an old Western TV yeah, thing. It's, there's, it's a c- there's a scene where a bunch of cattle, a, a herd of cattle gets electrocuted by lightning, and it and it's the worst special effect you've ever seen. And it kind of ruins it now. But Ooh, other does, it, does it show the cow's bones as, like it's being x-rayed as it's being shot with lightning? Because that's th- my favorite lightning uh, special effect. I kind of think so. Right. I think it does. <laughs> and it's a whole herd. So the lightning comes and spreads all around the cows. And I want to say a whole oh. bunch of cows show their, show their uh, skeletons. Nice. <laughs> that's my memory yeah, of it. Lonesome Dove is one of those things I watched the – always meant to go back and complete. But I just couldn't seem to. It was really good. If you like westerns, it, I think it's required viewing, or yeah. at least it used to be. I also want to read the book too. The book is supposed to be amazing. Yeah, the book's good. So's the follow-up. Uh, uh, they made even a more, even, even more lonesomer. <laughs> yeah, lo- a lonelier dove. Lonelier doves. Um, Jason from Mississippi wrote in says, "So Scott, all the Jasons you know are Weasley buttholes, huh? Well, Uh-oh. all all the Scots I know can eat corn through a chain link fence. So there, love you guys anyway, oh. kind of Jason. <laughs> I've never heard it, but I like it." Wow. <laughs> and wow. now I must try I it. That, a lot. Yeah, that takes a minute to process. It Hold does. on. Corn <laughs> you got teeth like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, that's really good. Uh, okay, finally, Joseph T. LeBlanc. Not any relation to Matt LeBlanc as far as I know. Um, he says this. Um, how do we keep ice cold in space? I mean, nah. keep ice, like not ice cold, but ice cold. 
ice cold because right. we get the ice. ice pirates and how did you freeze water right? sure he right. says like yeah. canada he says like canada we put it outside or no or sorry or you know don't heat up that part of the ship besides right. you'd have to constantly heat the water to keep it liquid now i have to watch the movie your neighbor to the north <laughs> joseph t leblanc there you go. I, I actually answered that. This. Right, he included the the, right. the oh, yeah. Bob and Doug music. Yeah, oh, he good. put it in there. Did he really yeah. nice. I kind of answered this because we also got this on uh, I believe either a Reddit or uh, maybe in the comments on filmsack.com. Yeah. Uh, I th- I think the question we were asking, at least in my mind, was not whether uh, whether water would freeze in space, but how the the area they were storing the ice was not contained anywhere. It wasn't like closed off. It was just open to the ship, and you couldn't just have the whole ship freezing freaking cold could you right i, I mean, think that all was connected like the, the there was no like cordoning off of the piloty areas and the right yeah it was all just out in the open it was but that was that is a good it. point i didn't think about that that yeah freezing the water wouldn't be that that yeah, I, difficult to <laughs> just stick in a plastic ba- uh, uh bin right. and then just dangle that out the back of the ship yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we was i don't think any of us was surprised that water could be frozen i mean i don't think that was our question no right? i think it was just right. keeping it frozen in space like keeping it frozen right. on your spaceship but aren't you guys a little bit in, a, bummed in an that, open area aren't you guys a little bit bummed that space's neutral state isn't just a nice 72 degrees you know what i mean mm. <laughs> like yeah. you always hear how free you know it's just instant freeze like billions how, what is i don't actually know what the temperature is but whatever it is when you're out of sun like is it it's like a thousand right. degrees below zero or something Cold. Like whatever it is, but, but I, it bums me out when I hear that. I just think, Oh, wouldn't it be nice if you could just have the air helmet. Do you want us to heat the whole galaxy? (laughs) I know. And I know, you know, everything I'm talking about is from a heat source, like the sun. Uh, And without that, there's no nothing to heat it, but it would be cool if just the neutral state was, well, then I get, then I guess it'd be like 400 degrees here. So I don't know. Right. It's a dumb thing to think about, but I think about these things sometimes. I think it's a great thing. Especially when somebody gets blown out. Like Princess Leia in The Last Jedi, that moment, you know, the one I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I think of that and go, oh, wouldn't it be nice if it's just like a nice, warm, cozy... You can't breathe, but you know at least you're it's not. It's not like astronauts would be able to walk around in shorts out there. I mean, they'd still have to wear the full the full gear. Hey, I can't breathe, but I certainly am comfortable. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, why couldn't you wear just a head thing in a in a in a in and a, some swimming trunks? The, you you kind of could if it was really well sealed, but it, you would still like your skin would be exposed to space, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but if space the, is the, warm, the part in, and uh, oh, you're saying if it was warm, uh, okay? Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, if it was 72 like, degrees, you wouldn't care. You could just have any, except for debris, I guess. You have like a micro thing ripped through your leg or something. You'd you know. still your your skin yeah, would still pressure in, the, in, in that in that vacuum. Your skin. What would you be, should take from this is thank God you live on Earth. You well, would. No, that's true, but but there's no pressure out there. Like you're not. There's no it, compression. It's, it's just. It's vacuum. It's infinite vacuum. Which means so there's not, no. That's there's not no, something you want pulling on your skin, right? Yeah, but it just means there's no air. Pull the blood right out of your pores. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, has Scott. been Science Week on blood, Film Sack. Blood, blood bubbles. Yeah, blood bubbles. Well done. Bubbles. Let's uh, let's uh, take our leave. Before we do though, uh, next week's film. Is, is the Brothers Grimm. The Brothers Grimm. Yeah. That would be the famous brothers Fantasy. Matt Damon and Heath Ledger, rest in peace. Mm. Uh, also starring Monica Bellucci. I think it's our second Terry Gilliam film. Uh, what's our first? I think. Uh, Time Bandits was our first. I oh, think right. so. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we Ooh, definitely did right. Time Bandits, so yeah. that would definitely be 
We didn't do at least our first. Gosh, if only there was a site where I could look. I'm looking right now, but I'm time bandits. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, the Brothers Grimm, 2005. We're gonna watch that movie. We got a lot of suggestions for it when it started streaming. Thank you guys. Uh, You can uh, you can stop suggesting uh, some other things like uh, Tremors Six came on Netflix uh, recently. We got it. We're good. We might watch it. Thanks. Yeah, mm-hmm. we might. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, people are re- begging for uh, uh, the the second Hellboy. That's on our list, isn't it? Hellboy. It 2. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Our, our, it's actually a couple weeks from from now. Uh, we're also going to be watching in the future. We're going to watch Heat. Yeah, can't we're going to watch. We're going to we're going to get through Full Metal Jacket. We're going to hold hands, and we're uh, going to watch Full Metal Jacket for film. Sex. That's fine. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that movie gives me nightmares still, and I think that's worth talking about. I didn't realize they stack shit that high. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, in in memory of that dude, we'll we'll watch that. Um, you just but anyway, died. get get ready for the Brothers Grimm next week, folks. Yeah, I've well, never seen it, so I'm excited about this one. I'll, uh, I yeah, first time I I've, enjoyed it. it it's, it's it'll increase our fantasy genre, right? Will it? I don't know. It'll crank yeah. something up. Who knows what? Terry Gilliam numbers. That's what we're looking for. Uh, anyway, that'll be next week right here on FilmSack. If you'd like to leave us your own emails or send us your own emails, you sure can. FilmSack at gmail.com or you can leave us a comment right there on the site or contact us there at FilmSack.com. It's all connected now. Blog comments are back. Everything's back. If you want to go do that, you certainly can. FilmSack.com. And uh, we're FilmSack on Twitter. If you want to follow us there, that's a great place to find out when shows go up on the feeds and when something else is going on, plus random weird commentary throughout. So check that out. FilmSack on Twitter. And it's going to do it. Leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. We'll uh, be back next week with uh, that movie Randy mentioned. Oh, uh, the the Brothers Grimm there. So that's coming up next week with uh, all of us. So come back. Guess who's going to ask us midweek what movies this week? Probably me. (laughs) (laughs) I do that. It's probably me. Probably me. It's got to be me. Um, But that's going to do it. Thanks all for listening. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Okay. We'll... (laughs) We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Okay. 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 Okay.